Hello there, and welcome to the 24 Gauge Podcast. We are your hosts, Dave and Julia Grant. A couple of nurses who are also a couple. We are Canadian RNs with 25 years of shared acute care experience who have built professional careers and a life together. Join us each episode as we have conversations about the real, the introspective, the deep, and the dorky of living life as a nurse. I almost forgot our serene moment. <laughs> okay, we're good. So we're good. say hi to the camera first. Hi, camera. Hi, camera. I don't know if this is going to make it into the YouTube cut, but, uh, you know, we were kind of dressed up already today for some errands. Yeah, but you you were smart enough to, like, change out of hard pants when we came home. <laughs> yeah, maybe the camera can catch them. I got soft pants got on. Nice. I put, I put the sweater on. back on, so I'm not just in my yeah. tank top. But I'm still in jeans like a fool. <laughs> at least I'm not wearing my linen soft pants, my linen house pants that have, like, a big hole in the crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, right at the camera. That's not a good It'd look a, for you, It would too. be a whole other video. We'd that have we'd to change doing. the editing. Or, yeah. the, sorry, the rating of the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already have to potty mouth. Me. Yeah, it's true. It's very ironic that I'm the one that's driving up the rating. Yeah. Healthcare turned my mouth foul. Good Lord. <laughs> anyway, hopefully this the video works out. And hopefully, let us know if you guys have been enjoying the shorts that we've been making. Uh, those have been kind of fun. I've been getting a little cheeky with them the last couple of days. I was going to say that we're making. It's not we're making. It's all Dave. Dave's doing all the social media jazz. Yeah, I, I have to remind you to go and at least like it. I know. but <laughs> It's so difficult. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious about us having a podcast that's out in the public still. That's right. First off, what are we drinking? Nothing fun today. You got water. I got to hydrate. I've had so much coffee already this morning. I yeah, need to, yeah. I need hydration. I'm sorry, Phil and Seb. We just, we, we couldn't do it again. <laughs> we, we had, I already had two, nope, four shots of a Phil and Sebastian espresso. And then we went And then you coffee. had a drip coffee as well. Cause yeah. we were running errands and we stopped for coffee with our son. And I'm not, I'm not a young 20 year old anymore. I can't do that. I could have made you a martini if you wanted, but I feel like we're both so tired today that if yeah. we had martinis, we'd no, be no. done. No, no, I'm fine with this. Yeah. All right. <coughs> there we go. Excuse me. So we're on video. So we are on video. Okay, so that'll be fun. We have said it enough. I'm just a little self-conscious that it's there. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it records too. It's just on our phone. Yeah. And you can't see if it's recording still. Maybe we should put up a mirror behind it <laughs> so that we can see. This is, this is actually the problem when I had my YouTube channel, Dave yep. Grant Cooks. Yeah. Was because I would record on my phone. Yeah. You couldn't see anything. So then I had to, oh, it was, it was such a pain. Yep. But if we start doing this for real, then maybe we'll get a camera with a flip-up monitor or something. So okay. We can, we can see it or something. Flip it around. You know, invest a little bit of money into our eventual futures. We need some sponsorships first, Dave Grant. Phil and Sebastian. Phil and Sebastian. <laughs> I thought you were just looking for free coffee from them. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. free coffee from them. Wow, that's the number one sponsor mm. I'm looking for. There you go. It's free I coffee. Be, I would be honored. We would, would be honored. We would be very honored to have a coffee sponsor. And over-caffeinated, probably. <laughs> probably so. Good. Okay, anyways, enough of that. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Well, we thought that we would talk a little bit more about being married and sharing a workplace. So, Which is ironic because this is the first week that we haven't shared a workplace because I started a new job this week. And, and and hopefully this doesn't turn into an intense therapy session. Oh, like couples therapy without with your YouTube therapist? <laughs> yeah, with the YouTube therapist. <laughs> Wait a second. I got to take off my earrings. I didn't think about earrings and, my, or and headphones, so fill the space. So, A, B, C, oh, no. E, F, G. The <laughs> song is stuck in my head. Our son has started singing it in like the last two weeks. He knows it all. 
and he gets really excited when he gets to say, "Will you? Will, next time, will you sing with me?" But it's like just stuck in my head now. It's like, oh dear lord. He sings that part double time every time too. Yeah. Just that last line is always he, double time. And he, like he can barely get it out. He's so excited. Mm-hmm, I know. Okay. Anyway, okay. being uh, yeah, working together, being married. Yeah. So you started your new job this week. I did start is, my new job this week, which is. Um, you know, authenticity has created some stress in her home life. I think any major transition is like you're going to have beginnings, endings, that hanging in the middle between the two trapezes sort of thing. Yes, I did throw in that theory from nursing school. Um, but it's just like it's a big change for our whole family. It's not just me. So there's going to be some growing pains. Yeah. We're going to work it out. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I will work on handling it with more grace going forward. <laughs> I, I think the biggest the biggest change is like because you've done like uh, you've like picked up other lines and stuff here and there. Yeah. But they've always been sort of the four on five off sort of deal, which is what we're used to the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you have those days off to recoup. And we kind of usually take a day to kind of get the house back in order together. Mm hmm. More Julia than me. <laughs> kind of sort of like I'll watch Ethan while Julia does stuff. Not to be what misogynistic. Just I'm happier in my filth than Julia is. <laughs> you're a ca- you're a cave bear. I, I'm like yeah yeah. I, like I get annoyed when Ethan's toys are all over the place, but at the same time I'm like man, they're not in my seat, so it's okay. <laughs> Anyways. But so your jobs have always been shift work jobs. Yeah. But this is your first job where you've gone to a straight Monday to Friday, nine mm-hmm. to five. Well, essentially nine to five, seven, we'll call it eight to four um, job with only the weekends off. So that's going to be a huge shift for us. It is a huge. I mean, for me, I have never actually worked like essentially banker's hours. So one weekend, I already have mad respect for the people who work Monday to Friday jobs and parent. Like, yikes. It is going to be an adjustment. So. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've always known that I wouldn't want, I've never had a nine to five job and I never would want a nine to five job. Uh, Not to knock anybody who has it. But I I need my four or five days off. I, <laughs> I, I I really do. Even if I was working just day shifts, yeah. Like you were when the PCC, when you were on R four and it was yeah. like part time, you still yeah. had your four or five days off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I need that extra long weekend all the time to recover from work. Yep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be. It will be like we've already had shift. to realize that you can't do certain things yeah. on your days off because you don't have enough days off. No. Yeah. You know, so that's going to kind of suck. It's just growing pains and it's only temporary also. Like this is just, yeah. a, it's not, just not, a temp line. Not that we're complaining. No. Uh, it's a great opportunity for you. Just growing stuff. pains for change. It's just, yeah. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be really different. That's all right. We're going to rock this like we do everything else. Um, <laughs> for the so, most part. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually we, we, it, it takes us a week or two to kind of get on the same page and like figure out all the things that you don't really think about during a transition yeah. like that you can't pre-plan for during a transition yeah it takes a week or two maybe th- three or four five yep. yeah. to kind of get it in sync with a new routine it's 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 that's the big thing is finding that new routine mm-hmm. because i mean we've been married a long time the uh the I'm not, i was gonna say the spark is gone but that sounds Ouch. really oh. bad. that sounds really bad no, <laughs> my the, god has the, it gone the, already the, the, the surprise yeah, I, I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, um, we know each other really well. Obviously, we've been mm-hmm. together for coming up on ten years now. Yeah, I guess this summer, right? Yeah, that we've been together. Yeah, been married for nine. Yeah, 
been together for him. Yeah. Um, so we know each other really well. We know how each other, we, how we work in stressful situations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's more of figuring out the routine to help us get back to our, our rhythm. Our rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. I upset the fruit basket. I upset the fruit basket in the house. And yeah. Sorry. We're going to no, sort the okay. new it, stuff it, out. It, 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 it's a great opportunity <laughs> for you. But yeah, it's just going to be figuring that out. Um, do you have anything specific that you want to that you have a list of? I see your phone's open. I do have my phone open because I always need notes. Yeah, okay. So, so I, I was gonna, I, 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 I was gonna like, circle back. I could just like ramble on. I know you could. So I'm gonna circle back yeah. around too, even though I've started this new job. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, first before we go anywhere, I wanted to do two subscriber in the wild shout outs. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> because my new job this week brought me in contact with two people. Like just out in the wild, who are like, oh hey, I'm listening to your podcast that I hadn't seen in yeah, years, awesome. and so they were so shout outs to both Tannis and Becky. Yay, Thanks thank for you. following along. <laughs> made um, me very happy. It definitely made my day both days that that yeah, happened. And I I ran into Dorothy coming off night my not this set but last set. Yeah, she was parking her bike because she's a you know it was raining and pouring and cold, but she's a that girl is she's fit. A, she's a beast, man. She's awesome. <laughs> she is. And she's like, hi, I listen to your podcast. I really like it. And I'm like, that's awesome. I oh, wish shout I could out say to more. Dorothy too I'm, then. I'm hi, super, Dorothy. I'm super tired and I'm not the most social person, but I really appreciate <laughs> that you stopped me to say hi and that you, that you watch or listen to our podcast. Thanks, Dorothy. Yeah, that's Dave awesome. does appreciate you, I even do. if his face doesn't show it. Oh, now I'm on camera. You have my face. I'm sorry. I am sorry about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's genetics. I can't help it. <laughs> You probably have the strongest RBF of anyone I know. Yeah. Even even being with you for 10 years, I still, like, there are still times where I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know if you're mad at me or not. And yeah, I should and, know, but and, I can't figure and, it and out. And she'll ask me, I'm like, I'm doing really good, actually. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> you look like you're pissed. Like, what is going on? Okay. Especially, like, with the beard and the hair and stuff. Yeah. Just... Anyway, so that's a good well, segue on, into. We, before we segue, is our baby monitor on so we can see if our baby's <laughs> sleeping? I don't know if I turned it on or not. I don't know if you turned it on or not. Just it's hit a like, button. Just hit a button. Oh, okay. What's well, a new monitor? I'm gonna use. Yeah, yeah. I think we. It's should, not on. Yeah, and we have our headphones on. We wouldn't be able. To <laughs> you do it. It's going. That's good. That's all. Okay. <laughs> we're so on top of it today. Oh, all right. Man. So we're this is actually circle. a little bit of a crazy week. To be, I was gonna like. I'm not really into the podcast this week. Like been busy and stuff yeah but i'm glad that like now that we're going i'm glad that it, we're going because <laughs> i feel like i feel actually like it's a really good way for us to connect each week purposefully it is. it is you know and just like share like where we're at with work and stuff but usually it's just us actually like this is really the only time that we actually have where we focus on talking to each other because by the end of the day it's, mm-hmm. no it's, it's not a bad thing but mm-hmm. usually by the end of a day like especially if one of us has been working we're beat yeah Ethan's worn us out. Yeah, <laughs> right. I saw. Him, I saw. Him, I saw a meme the other day on Instagram about parenting is all about finding the balance between wanting to sleep and staying up to have a few moments of alone time. Yeah, and or even that, couple time. And that really is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually look forward to our podcast times because it's the time that we actually get to like stare into each other's eyes lovingly. Oh, or creepily. Or <laughs> <laughs> there sexy eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fact that you don't know is the worst part. <laughs> oh, that scared me a little bit. Okay, anyway. Hopefully the camera caught them. That, that, ooh, we need to work on those sexy eyes. 
Who said? Okay. Anyways, anyways. keep going. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so yeah, I just wanted to like, I enjoy our podcast hour or two because it is the time that we actually actually purposely sit down to. If, we're, if we weren't doing this, we'd be busy doing errands or let's be honest, taking a nap. Probably taking a nap. <laughs> right. And I find like this is actually more rejuvenating than taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me too. Well, let's segue that into before we talk more about sharing a workplace mm-hmm. why don't we share a little bit of our story and i thought we could kind of like he said she said some parts of it okay um so how did we actually meet for the very first time <laughs> like <laughs> should i start I, yeah, should i start okay i'll start this <laughs> it, it <laughs> right. is not good so for me. well okay so um a little bit of back back history for me then so I didn't actually graduate with the class that I went through nursing school with I as I mentioned in one of our previous episodes last episode maybe anyways I I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder during school I pushed through for another couple semesters but I wasn't incredibly healthy you know I wasn't like hospitalizable if you will but I just I wasn't thriving I wasn't doing well and I was like you know what I need school to take a back seat for a hot second and start to get my health in order before I try and tackle like the end of my degree and starting Mm -hmm. a career so I actually took a semester off right before the end of my program which was like it felt like such a huge risk I didn't know if I was going to get back in or not blah 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 it was a stressful time but it turns out that I did end up getting back in with the next semester to do my final preceptorship. So uh, my school allowed me to make, you know, kind of a list of prioritized choices of places I wanted to end up. And I kind of pulled everybody I knew that was working in the hospital closest to me to say, like, what units are good places to learn? Because mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where I want to end up or go in my career. I just want to start at a place where I feel like it's going to be a good place to learn. And oncology was one of my top choices. I'd already also put surgical and, and cardiology. And the school matched me up with you on mm-hmm. oncology. So they sent me that name. So then I pulled a bunch of friends being like, does anybody know this nurse? Like, does anyone know what they're about? And oh, one I of my d- friends is like, part. oh, yeah. I know. Oh, this is the first time you've heard yeah, this? Okay. This. Well, then allow me to fill you in on this part of our story that oh. you didn't know because it was our pre-story um anyways I said it's this Dave guy on oncology and one of my friends piped on this like oh yeah Dave he's like this older British dude he's like really cut and dried but he's like he's really funny and really fun to work with and I think you guys will will get along well like he can seem really gruff or like harsh at times but he knows so much you'll just learn so much from him like did you say British dude yeah British they told me British and older like 60 (laughs) right everything else sounded right but not not that part but they're like no no no. they like this this person like knows so much and like the nerd in you will love it I'm like okay good well that's good to know so my school gave me your number beforehand to connect before our first shift just to figure out like whether we were going to meet before or like Mm -hmm. somewhere else or just come to the unit that sort of thing so I called you and you picked up the phone and you were just like super like abrupt and like almost startled. And you're just like, hello. Yeah, and I, I was with my financial advisor yeah. at the time and I was coming off a night shift. So I was like, my brain was trying to focus. Which nowadays I'm like, why did you pick up in the middle of that? Why well, did you just let go of the voicemail? Yeah, why did you even pick up? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, why Why would anyone ever pick up? That's actually a pet peeve of mine. When people pick up the phone and they're like, hey, actually, I can't talk right now. I'm like, why'd you pick up? We'll just let it go to voicemail. I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that aside, you picked up and you were just like really. Move your mic down a little bit. Sorry. Mm, da, 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 da. No, no, like the, the whole thing. Eh? And now, now point it back. All up. right. Yeah, there you go. Eh? There you go. Okay. Um. Yeah, really brisk. 
really abrupt. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, oh, this must be somebody different because he sounds way younger and also not British. <laughs> so yeah. I was really thrown off by that. But we agreed to meet in our hotel. I just about said hotel, the oh. hospital lobby. <laughs> This Not in a, the hotel is lobby. A different story than I've heard. The hospital lobby. I don't know who lobby. she met before she met me. <laughs> wow, it was we, years before I got her into a hotel. No, a year until I got her into a hotel. All right, all right. Anyways, so we were going to meet in the hospital lobby yes. before our first shift, which was a night shift. Yeah, by So Dave's like, "Well, let's just meet in the coffee shop that's in the lobby." So I was sitting right outside of the entrance to the coffee shop, just watching the front entrance for him to come in. And this like big lumbering bear of a man comes in. I'm like, oh, that must be Dave. Yeah, pretty much doing that. Right. And he was doing this like slow imperial march somehow. And <laughs> I'm going to night shift. It's yeah. a night shift walk. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's... He's doing the night shift walk coming in. And I see him. So I stand up to introduce myself like the like super <sighs> nerdy student that I am. And he gives me one of these, like, like the upward nod things, acknowledgements, just like one. Mm. And then he immediately 90 degrees left into the coffee shop, like, like gives me one nod and then breaks eye contact. And I didn't just even go. give you like a he way to like just sit back wave, down or anything. Didn't, didn't tell me anything. Didn't even say hi. Just was like, I'm doing my coffee first. Y'all can wait. Well, so see, I got there early so I could get my coffee, and then yeah, you got there even early. But I was a keener early. student, so of course I was there early. early. <laughs> I was there like ten minutes early, and you got there even earlier. <laughs> I was so we're nervous. Talking, we're talking our shift starts at seven fifteen, and I got there at like at least like quarter to, if not earlier. I'm like a half hour's lots of time to like meet each other, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you, what, what did you show up? What time were you there? Five? No. Five thirty six. I feel like I was only there at quarter two. Because I, I don't know. I lived five minutes away from the hospital True at that enough, point, yeah. too. So it just like I just was like, well, I could sit at home here. Or I could go mm-hmm. to the... I don't know. I was so nervous. I was just starting my preceptorship. I hadn't been in hospital practicing yeah. in seven, seven months at yeah. least. Because I, I gave up my student working hours in the summer when I decided not to go back for mm-hmm. my final semester. Anyways, so it had been many months since I'd been in acute care and it was nerve-wracking so anyways he went and got his coffee and i was just standing there waiting for him so i sat back down and then he came out and then i stood up again to like introduce myself and shake my hand and he just sat down without doing anything so i was doing this awkward like up down up down to be clear i didn't (laughs) shat down down. you sat back i did not shat my pants or anything (laughs) sometimes my list comes out (laughs) i just want to be clear (laughs) I, like I mean, on, on keto, I have, again. in fact, shat my pants. <laughs> I just want to be clear at this point, when no. I'm meeting Julia, me he shatting sat, my pants is not part of the down. story. He sat back down. So I did this, like, awkward up, down, up, down, trying to, like, introduce myself. I'm like, you never ended up shaking my hand or anything. Even was, like... I'm the worst. <laughs> God damn. So then we talked, and you, like, barely talked, which I now realize because it was pre-night shift. But at the time, I, I was like, I'm, oh, no. I'm just, when, I'm, when I meet you <laughs> for the first time, unless I'm drinking... I'm just real. I just I'm socially awkward and shy. I, a lot more shy oh, than I think I, I, people realize. Yeah, let's say shy as opposed to awkward. Mm. I'm just I just don't talk. And when I get shy, I don't talk. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not talking and and I'm feeling awkward, my RBF is in its full glory. It was yes, indeed. So, anyways, we talked for like 
a minute and then you're like okay let's go to the unit so we stand up and I start like kind of following him because I didn't I actually had never been to the oncology unit Mm -hmm. at that point so I knew roughly where it was but Mm -hmm. I just like followed you up there like a lost little like scared puppy being Mm -hmm. like oh my god what have I gotten myself into and then we had I just like, and I just shadowed you for that first night shift anyways. So that's the story of how we first actually met. And we sat there on night shift and I like did some online learning modules while you talked with Allison, I think. I don't know. That's too long ago to remember who we worked with. I think it was Allison and Janelle on our first night. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we met. And I was like, oh my God, I have to spend four months with this guy who's like just the rbf and the gruff and the not talking i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. and, and you were my first student in bc was uh, i yeah mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so i was still like trying to like i guess figure out how to have a student yeah it took us a while to kind of sync up i guess i guess just to figure out how how i could best learn from you and how you would communicate with me yeah and then like as you know as we worked more together like we started opening up but i still didn't know like what to talk at this is why i don't talk to my students <laughs> i go on break and i tell them to go somewhere else <laughs> i don't know how to like i i'm like i don't know like that boundary between preceptor like like everybody does it their own way i uh, i like to keep my boundaries with my preceptors but i didn't really know that at the time so, like, we spent a lot of breaks and night shifts, like, talking just about, like, a lot of random topics. Or even just, like, nights if it was a little bit calm. We talked at the desk a lot, too. I think, and we found out very early on that we had a lot in common. Like, at that yeah. time, I had a clear case on my phone, and I had this little, like, Chewbacca yeah, sticker yeah. on the inside. And immediately, you're like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah, that was a, that was a, I'm, she's probably going to pass at this point. What? With, with the Chewbacca. Oh, the minute like, <laughs> you I'll, found out I'll, I was a Star Wars I'll, I'll fan? Let her, I'll let her pass, probably. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know yeah. that it was my Star Wars fanness and not my nursing abilities no, that no, determined no, no, no. how it passed. Interesting story. Also, Dave had to fill out a final eval for me and send <laughs> it off to my instructor, and he wrote out a joke version <laughs> that had fail written in every like single everywhere. category. Like, like all those, over. Like, like, like in those, red, yeah. bold capital letters and then he sent that to me as a joke and then he sent me the real one and i accidentally sent the joke one to my instructor <laughs> for my final evaluation so she gets an immediate phone call uh well not a phone i got an immediate email back oh, being like email, yeah. um i'm not sure if you meant to if this is the right one that you meant to send me and i was like oh shit yep. yeah yeah um, yes, I have the right one for you. Haha, ha, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, but, but I think by like a month or two in, we knew enough like of stuff that we really shared in common, not just mm-hmm. like interests like Star Wars, but like just even life experiences and stuff that we'd had that like we were friendly. We were on good yeah. terms. We could talk a lot yeah. about stuff. And by the end of my preceptorship, we were, it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, we can be friends now. Now yeah. that I'm done school, yeah, we could be friends. Yeah, and, and to be clear, because everybody always asks, like, and it's always so scandalous that, oh, you know, goodness. she was my student. Like, when yep. did it happen? And it didn't happen for a couple of months After afterwards. I finished. Yeah. Like, we didn't ever hang out outside of, of work until probably a few, at least, I want to say a month. But it was, About yeah, it was month, at yeah. least a month yeah. after I finished. Yeah um so yeah Yeah. so we quickly 
established that we were friends after that. Mm-hmm. And then who asked who out first? Well, see, I thought I asked you out first to go to the movies and dinner, but you thought we were just hanging out. Even because you literally said, hey, do you want to hang out on this day? Let's go see a movie. And I'm like, oh, is and this I, a hangout or a date? But you were so cash about it that I'm like, okay. And I, I paid for everything. You, I did, mean, you, <laughs> you did. You it, did. Was it the end of the day that you realized that we yeah, were on a date? I was oh, like, okay. I'm pretty sure this is a date. But oh, okay. yeah. Well, see, if you're ambiguous about it, then you can't get your heart broken, I guess. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Super Confident was suddenly like unsure of himself. Julie, I have no game. <laughs> this and this during, I know because during, I'm the one that asked him actually out. During our marriage, <laughs> I make up for having no game by taking you to like like um, the jewels ran at the Eiffel Tower. I spend a lot of money on you to make up for the fact that I have no game. So let's just be clear. Dave's very good at the big gestures. Yes. Yes, you are very good at those. I'm very bad at everything else. (laughs) Good thing you got a cute smile. When it comes out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm actually the one who, like, forced the conversation to be like, are we dating or are we not? Yeah, that was really awkward. It was under a pear tree, tree, apple apple tree, tree at at one of your old places. It was starting to, like, just sprinkle a little bit during dinner. I had to go to work, actually. And we kind of knew that this conversation was happening. It was supposed to happen the day before. Julia can tell that one. It was supposed to happen the day before, whatever. <laughs> didn't. So we're all we're just sitting at the ta- table under this tree having dinner before work, and it's like awkward and quiet. Should I fill in the details of this of how oh, this actually I happened? Thought, okay, yeah. You want to keep going? I thought I was. Okay, telling, uh, go no, ahead. You tell the story. I don't. That those are the details I remember. So <laughs> Julia remembers so many details about <laughs> you this. You go ahead and tell the so. details. I guess. So I wasn't sure if I liked you or not. And yeah. then you went away for three weeks. You went to Ontario, right? Uh, you went yeah. back to visit family and friends or whatever. Yeah. And suddenly I was very conscious of the fact that you weren't around, mm-hmm. but I wanted you around. And I was like, oh, maybe I like this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, so you came back, but you went immediately on to night shifts. Yep. So we, we arranged to go for a walk down by the river just to talk about your Ontario trip. Mm-hmm. And we like walked quite a ways down the river to like this bench. And then we like sat down on this bench and I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's all these long, awkward pauses. And I'm waiting for you to say something because you're the one that like invited me on this walk. I'm such a chicken shit. And he, t- he says nothing. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, time to go to work. So we like go to walk back to the end of the deck. And I got decimated by mosquitoes. It was like such a bad, it was late. Yeah. It was early summer. Sorry, I was going to say it was like late June. So and the mosquitoes were so bad. They I got horrible. so many mosquito bites, yep. and I'm like, I'm covered in mosquito bites, and this guy hasn't even asked me yet what's up with this. Yep. So he went off to work, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll give him one more chance. Maybe he's not actually interested. So I was like, guys, got to eat before night shift. I'm like, you want to just come to my place for dinner before your second night shift because I lived five minutes from the mm-hmm. hospital. So he came over. I made dinner. We went and sat outside in the backyard. It started to rain. We picked up our table and moved it under an apple tree. It was cute and romantic and all these things. But Dave used to have this like giant black watch all black black face but with like neon green hands your nixon one right so the only thing i could see is like these glaring neon hands being like he's gonna leave he needs to leave in like five minutes he Mm. needs to leave in like two minutes he needs to leave or he's gonna be late for work right and he's not saying a thing and i'm leaving like longer and longer pauses and finally i'm just like i'm feeling awkward so (laughs) dave like what are we doing here and he's like threw it right back at me he's like oh i don't know what are we doing here i'm like are you serious 
seriously going to make me have this whole conversation one-sided? Anyways, I told you I liked you and that I wanted to date you. And you went, oh, I feel the same way. And I went, okay, so are we dating? And you're like, yep, that was anticlimactic. I'm like, because you didn't say anything. You made me have the whole conversation one-sided. And she still went along with it. It's awesome. I did. I did. And then you had to leave for work because you were already practically late. And then... As you're on your way to work, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Does that mean, like, I call you my boyfriend now? Like, what does that actually mean? Mm. So, anyways, that's how we started dating. Yeah. Uh, What else I was going to say? So, who asked who out? I asked you out in the end, I think. Explicitly yeah, asked you sure. out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I think I asked you out on a date first. Yeah. But I agree that you asked me out. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I asked you to go steady, baby. Yeah. <laughs> who said I love you first? I'm going to say you. Also me. Yeah, I feel like that's right. Yeah. Um, who proposed? I proposed. Yes, you did. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I couldn't have you do like all three of the big things yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> got down on both knees, I should say. Yeah, by yes, accident. Yes, by and accident. I, and then I was like noticing. This, like, is, oh, wrong. this is wrong. <laughs> One up. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was cute. I said yeah. yes, clearly. Clearly. So... So that's like a bit of background of our story. Any mm. other fun details we should share in there? I feel like that's no, that's close, pretty good. Close and to then, the millennial and then we overshare. spent uh, we spent the first six years of our relationship sans child. Yes, and then had a child at the beginning of the pandemic, and the last almost three years now yeah. we've been parents. Mm-hmm. So then, getting into sharing a workplace. Yeah. So, um. How did we handle dating in the workplace? Well, I want to say that we didn't because we barely dated. We dated for like five months and then got engaged. Mm -hmm. When you know, you know. And and like (laughs) three of those months, we kept it on the DL and everybody at work knew I was dating somebody, but they had no idea who. And nobody knew that I was dating anybody. There were a lot of like crazy rumors. There were. Were not true. So to be, I mean, like I was brand new to this unit. I was brand new to nursing. I was just trying to get my feet established. And I was like, I don't need the pressure of like dating another nurse on the unit who was also my preceptor, which is, I was a bit like still sensitive to like that feeling scandalous, even though I'm like, we're adults, we're doing nothing wrong. There's no, there's there's nothing wrong with any of this. I still felt a little like nervous about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we need to keep it on the DL at least until the end of the summer because if like if something had like gone off the rails with us, I would have been finding a new job. Obviously, it was your unit. Yeah, you were established there, so to make things not awkward, given mm-hmm. how small the unit is, I would have had to find a different job. So I'm like, yeah. let's let's not put that pressure on a new relationship. Yeah. So we kept it on the DL all summer, but we had a bet running on who would figure it out first. Yeah, and I think it was Barb. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we were actually talking about this this week, mm. and we had dinner on the line. So thank you, Barb, for dinner because <laughs> that was my pick and when she yeah. figured it out dave had to buy me dinner yeah. um but i'm surprised it didn't come out sooner because mm. you're terrible at keeping secrets oh, me absolutely. no one had any idea horrible. that i was dating anyone yeah, absolutely horrible. yeah and you are the worst at keeping secrets and one of our coworkers was getting married and you actually went and asked for a plus one so mm. that i could come to the wedding at the end of the summer mm-hmm. and she was like wait dave's not dating anyone why do you need I, a plus I, one? I, I had to tell her before she would give me a plus one. Yeah. 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 So you had to tell her that you were dating someone, but you wouldn't tell her who until mm-hmm. the end of the summer. So we actually only were like dating, like, oh, like people knew about it for like two months before. Because yeah, we got in engaged the workplace. in November. Yeah. 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 Two to three months yeah. before everybody. And then we were engaged. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so we didn't really have to handle dating in the workplace very much. Not dating, I guess, no, no. but, you know. Engagement and marriage yeah. we did more so. Yeah. Though the... <laughs> Should I tell the story about the first time you called me babe accidentally in the hospital? It's only happened once. Sure. <laughs> or is that not something we should share? No, it's fine. Okay. Rebecca called me dad once. That was weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> Julia's preceptor student. We were joking about it. I can't remember how it came up, but we were joking about it. And she like full on like was doing something and she looked back and called me dad. <laughs> attention. It was really funny. That's funny. Yeah. Well, the- she's going to absolutely hate that we just said that, but that's okay. So. All right, well, now everybody knows. Now, now you can tell the babe story. Sorry, girl. Okay, this is the only time it's ever happened at work. We were still dating. It was mm-hmm. when we were dating. And it was like the beginning of a shift, and we were trying to sit down to do a report, and there were bells going off everywhere, and somebody had rang and was looking for a reposition, and Dave had gone into the room. But it was like it was a fairly sizable person, and he needed uh, assistance. So he called for help, and I happened to be the one that was free at the desk. So I came down to help just boost this patient up, and we were using a slider sheet and I had grabbed, I think like this, like in extension. And you're like, no, 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 like grab like this, babe. <laughs> and then I looked at him like, did you just call me that? And he went all red faced and got so embarrassed. And what we didn't realize was going on with this patient at the time is that they had a massive bowel obstruction that had been building for like hours. And suddenly, as we were about to move this patient, he just started vomiting like crazy. Oh, is this the one that coded? And he that's aspirated. When it, that's when I said coded. during that code. It was right before it. We Dear were about Lord. to reposition this patient. No one had any idea this was going on, but this patient vomited. But because we were just about to bump him up in bed, he aspirated mm. and coded. Mm. So suddenly, like, <laughs> we had just had this moment where, like, I was like, did you just say that? And he got all embarrassed. And then the patient instantly coded. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I must have blanked out on all that. I, I re- knew I had called you, babe, at work one time, but I couldn't remember uh, when. Patient, then, that's yeah. the first code, like the first legit code that we had to run together, too. Wow. Yeah, I laughed about it later. At the yeah. time, I was so stressed. I mean, we brought, we resuscitated the guy, so yeah. go team. So, um, <laughs> what have been some, uh, well, first off, We've tried really, I think we've alluded to this before, but we've tried really hard during our career together, careers together, to not actually work that much together. Yeah, I was going to transition into how do we handle being married in the workplace. Mm. One of the things is we don't work a lot of shifts together, even yeah. though we share a workplace. Yeah. And I I think that's wise. I think both yeah. for our coworkers' sake and for us. Like, I think... We, you, we need separate... Like, it's, it's great that we work together and we're on the same floor and we have the same experiences and, and can talk about, you know, the floor and know what's going on together. Mm-hmm. But if we had to work, actually work together all the time and then come home and be together and not actually have that separation yeah. of just our own space, I think that would be problematic. Yeah, I think carpooling all the time together would probably drive you crazy. Oh, God. That would be the worst. (laughs) I love driving to and from work with Dave in the passenger seat because that is the most chatty, other than this, that you will ever get to. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Seven in the or 6.30 in the morning and I'm chatting away when I'm in the passenger seat. Just like motor mouth, too. Yeah, like it don't stop. I don't know how. It is so (laughs) so funny It's the only time that I voluntarily just chat. Just talk straight at me. But then you get to work and you're like, I'm grumpy. I was just social. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm your wife. You're supposed to be social yeah. with me. Not at work. It's perfect timing. Yeah. Um, um, what else do we do um, in terms of sharing workplace? I think 
Well, I will say at least me, I'm very conscious about how much of our home life I openly share at work because I I think part of my thinking is then you don't have control over what people know about you outside of work, outside of you, like the non-professional side of you. Um, And because it's your workplace too, I don't want to like overshare things that you wouldn't have wanted to share with coworkers or patients or whatever. I think I'm pretty conscious of that. However, I don't know that that always goes in the other direction because there are times I show up at work and people at work know things about us that I don't even know about yet. AKA you've gone on break and booked us a vacation while you were on break and I didn't know about it until I got to work. Yeah, that's, that happened. That's okay. (laughs) Like I said, I can't keep a secret, so I'm really excited about it. That's fine. So everyone at work knows that we're going on this trip or something, and I don't yeah. until I see the credit card charges yeah. like showing up on my alerts. Be like, what? What's happening? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> what are you doing on break? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think I'm conscious about not talking so much about our home life, or yeah. just making sure it's not in a way that like something you wouldn't want shared. Yeah. And I also would not. I I would think. I mean, I joke around teasingly about things that we do that drive each other crazy, but I'm very conscious about not complaining about you at work, you know, like as a, as a spouse. I try really hard not to. I feel like there have been times that my mouth got, has gotten the better of me. Mm. We're um, human. But yeah, I try to be conscious of not specifically, like I don't mind <clears throat> talking about like the fun things that are happening at home and stuff, yeah. but I try not to talk about the the bad things, not the bad things, I, the just difficulties. Yeah, I don't think that needs to come into the workplace at all. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I always think also, like, in terms of keeping professional boundaries, I think, like, if I wouldn't act this way towards a coworker, even if, like, a coworker that I'm friendly with, if I wouldn't act this way towards a coworker, I would never act that way towards you yeah. at work. Yeah. Um, it, it's actually, like, we've actually done quite a, like, I think you said this last week, but we've done quite a, a, a good job of keeping the professional boundaries because there are still people that we worked with for years and years and years who are, still just cluing in that we're married yeah yeah so i'd like to think we're pretty good at Mm -hmm. keeping the profession boundaries and we're not like flirting at work and stuff like that we're not and not like teasing each other about things that our coworkers wouldn't know about yeah you know like no inside jokes none of those sorts of things but it helps again that we try to we don't have a lot of shifts together together. like we have uh, in the schedule we have currently our lines line up 20 shifts in a year 20 ish, ish 2022 and we usually just take vacations on them. Like some, one of us does. Yeah. There might yeah. be a few times there, like one of us will pick up a shift, like some overtime or, or something like that. And we work together, but it's not very common. Yeah. Like last, last December, you really saved my ass a couple of times when the floods were on and no one yeah. could get into work. And I was the only person working for the whole floor yeah. that you came in. So I didn't have to work alone. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not that you just did that for me. I, you did that for other people too. I know during that time, cause you had vacation booked. And so I didn't do it for anybody. I did it for me and my bank account no, or that <laughs> you would have <laughs> left me on my own yeah. you know, just all by myself all night long. You would have managed. Yeah, I guess I would have. I'm very conscious about uh, showing favoritism at work too. Like, yeah, but I, I think it's, I, I, I think that I don't think that naturally you and I, I think you and I would naturally have gone have gone out of our way to make sure we're not showing favoritism. Yeah. I think the problem is even when that's not the case, the fact that sometimes you and I are like the, you were the only senior nurses on, on the shifts that were following each other and stuff. 
sometimes it means that certain things have to happen. Like you have to have certain teams, you have to have certain patients doing chemo and whatnot. Yeah, just and, based on skill make, and, mix and experience. But mix. I think sometimes that's the way that we set the teams up for each other had been read into as being favoritism. Because if you have a chemo team before a pandemic, you would typically have an easier team. And if you're the main nurse doing chemo and I give you that team, people have complained about that's favoritism and they've gone to the managers and I've had to go and uh, uh, justify why I gave you a team, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. You have to have that team, and and every time that a manager asks about it, and we've explained it, it's like there's oh, always that been makes clinical. Sense. There's always been clinical justification. But you know, yeah. as much as we have really worked to make sure that we keep those professional boundaries, because people know we're a couple, your actions are still viewed through that light, yeah. irregardless. And I think that makes me like personally a lot more conscious about like trying not to but again i mean like you can't control other people's thoughts and actions Mm. people are sometimes going to make assumptions or whatever and you know what then then i just i know at least for myself i always try to practice with integrity and like have rationale for the reasons that i'm doing things Mm -hmm. even if i know people might interpret it a different way and that's true for my entire practice You know, just that I always feel confident that even if my actions are called into questions, I can justify them in in a professional manner. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you just have to let go of what other people are going to think of you. Yeah. I mean, that's just in life in general. Yeah. What is the best part of working together or sharing a workplace? Uh, well, I, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily working together because that doesn't happen. But sharing, sharing a, workplace, a workplace. I think the thing that. It, it's a double-edged sword it, or a double-edged coin. I don't know. It's a it's a thing <laughs> where um, one, I can come home and vent and I don't need to like necessarily, like, I can come home and explain how my day was and you actually know how my day was and you can actually picture it and, and really understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if it was, you know, uh, a lot of people, their spouses don't, really get what we do for a living it's there's so many nuances and so much trauma and this and that it's hard if you're not a nurse to really understand what that those things mean during a day yeah uh not saying that other spouses wouldn't be you know aren't supportive and stuff it's just i can come home and be like it was this and you automatically know what a single sentence what it actually means yeah like there's a difference between supportive and actually like fully understanding too right right uh but the double-edged sword part of that is also uh we can complain and vent to each other too much about work and actually amp each other up about it yeah or or when someone comes home and really like wants to or feels the need to like vent and process a date and the other person is just maxed out on work stuff and just can't yeah and i think that side of it it can be hard to like not take that personally as a spouse but then also having that understanding that this is also that person's workplace they are also experiencing all of those stressors and Mm. triggering things and whatever in that workplace if they've had enough their days off need to be protection from that too yeah and that actually took us a couple of years to figure out yeah and there are still times where we have to like uh, feel that out again Well, it just took us a couple of years to even learn how to communicate that that's a thing that and be like i i understand you had a hard day but i can't be your person to talk to about it right now it took us a long time just to be able to communicate that yeah effectively and to not 
And to just see that as that other person's holding a boundary for their own health and not to take it personally. It's not like, again, it, you know, it's not that I don't want to support you. Yeah. It's just that if I think or talk about this too much, it's going to rile me up and it's my days off. My mental health needs to recuperate yep. before I go back to face it again. Yep. Yeah. So I think that has, I think that's been one of the hardest things for me to learn that part of mm. like, just it, it's not that this relationship isn't a safe space to vent about things or to like talk about the stuff that's on our hearts and minds or whatever. It's just that we all have limits and you know, you holding a boundary for your own mental health is something I I want you to be doing. Even if it's within the con uh, the context of our relationship, I need to honor and respect that and not take it personally. You know, that was that w- I would say that was a steep learning curve, but every now and then when I'm like, I'm really tired and I'm not on my game, it still is hard not to take it personally. Yeah, of course. E- even though logically I know it's not personal. Yep. Emotionally, I'm like, yeah. he's personal. <laughs> and I think I, I think that's maybe one of the other things, if anything, because like, I, I don't find it hard to share a workplace with mm. you. I find it's kind of a, I don't know, I think it's kind of a fun thing about our relationship. Um but that that was one thing that I had to learn early on is just like to not take things personally in the professional context, yep. you know. So, but then we get to do things like this podcast, which is really fun. It is fun. Yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Those were kind of the things that I had to talk out about. Yep. What's the best part? What's the hardest part? Do we have any tips or tricks or things that people should know about sharing a workplace with your spouse? Yeah, sharing a workplace is great. You can do it on a big unit or on a small unit. Mm-hmm. Just try to be in a schedule where you're not actually working together every single all the day. Time. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would max most people out. Yeah. Like before, we had Ethan. We didn't. We didn't bother not working together. No, we, we didn't really. We didn't take our vacations off. Uh, we took. We take our vacations off, so we're separate. More so, we're home. One of us is home. Yeah, now that time. we have a kid. Before, before we had Ethan, we didn't bother doing that. We would just work our sets and stuff because it was at most a set or a set and a half, kind of that we would work together before we go opposite again. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it was complete. It was totally fine. Uh, when we did that, but you wouldn't want to do it where your schedules are like synced up. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think so. At least, like, I feel like there are few couples that are compatible enough to really make that work in the long run yeah you know like you need your own downtime you need your own space some people more than others i think when we did find ourselves lining up a lot like when we were sharing time in the workplace a lot we needed to be conscious about building in our own downtime on the days off yeah um you know like that we would be okay with you know one person having a night off even if it was just like doing their own thing watching tv or reading or something or going out with friends or like building that can you guess who did what (laughs) social man cave (laughs) um i think we had to be conscious about building that into um our lives at the times where we lined up a lot but then at the times that we were completely opposite we had to be conscious about building in time together even though one was working and one was off Mm -hmm. you know and the person who was working was quite tired but we we needed to be conscious about protecting the time that we did have off together when we were opposite, yeah. not scheduling things in with friends <laughs> or appointments or whatever things. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's definitely to be conscious of. Yeah. 
protect the time that you have together and value your own mental health enough to build in downtime, whether that's taking in taking advantage of or utilizing the time that you're forced apart by your schedules or building it in when you have a lot of days off it together and days on together. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been fun. It, it'll be different with you actually on a different unit for a while. We'll have to see what that's like and working a nine to five, essentially Monday, Friday and banker hours. Those, are, those will be a, a bunch of things that'll be the a first for our relationship. It will be. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I have to say the unit that I'm working on now, is next door to the unit that we work on. So I've definitely walked past the door more than once and had to do like a U-turn and be like, oh, I work here now. See, because of that, actually, <laughs> actually, because of that, will that actually mean we see each other more? I don't know. I'm always there. <laughs> now it the, feels like. And, and we're not like, we're not trying to like not work together anymore. So like now the vacations you'll be taking mm-hmm. will be more to help with my mom with babysitting so she can have time to go to her, her mm-hmm. job and stuff oh are you actually going to want to take breaks together or you still want to go and be on your own yeah yeah <laughs> maybe, somebody maybe, asked me that this week they're maybe, like oh does that mean you're gonna have lunch together i'm like i don't think dave wants to have lunch may- with me maybe at work. once in a while i have like a coffee together but no my my breaks are i usually go to sleep on my breaks or i put my headphones on and i just like zone out i need like i need to recoup gotta like have that brain downtime like, like having three or four hours where i'm like constantly talking oh no give me half hour of my time just my like space. eyes closed meditative <laughs> like honestly like i would say 50 percent of my breaks you'll find me in the break room just like uh drooling headphones <laughs> in white noise playing somebody and walks in out. from the med room to get you and you're like yeah i'm out to the world yep yeah so no not very often no okay yeah i'm sorry well. That's all right. We have lots of coffee together at home. It's we fine. We do. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's fun. It's there have been hard times. There have been things that we've had to learn how to communicate better. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I think overall it's been pretty positive. I think so. Yeah. I think just being able to get this side of you really well has served our relationship well because, like we've said throughout this podcast a lot, like nursing isn't just a profession. Like it really it you build a life as a nurse in many ways. Like there's not a lot of people I know who are nurses and it doesn't seep into so much of the rest of their life. Um, But it's also really hard to explain what we do in a day and what we, what we do as professionals Mm -hmm. and all the things that come under our umbrella. And I think getting that about you, understanding that about you does like it. I, I think it's a strength of our relationship. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Uh, All right. So we once again forgot to interrupt in the middle of our podcast to say like, subscribe, follow. We love you guys. You can find us www.the24gpodcast.com or everywhere that your podcasts are watched or heard. Like everywhere, like eight different platforms now, hey? Something like that. Something like that. So we appreciate any and all of our subscribers and people who like, thumbs up, share, etc. Hopefully the camera's still recording. Hopefully it's still recording. <laughs> if it's not, well, then I'm just looking over for no reason. <laughs> but I will say, if you did enjoy this podcast and you stuck around to the end with us today, why not share with somebody who might also enjoy our podcast? Because yeah. we all know the things probably in our life that we enjoy the most usually come with a recommendation from someone we love. So, you know, why not pass it along? Yeah, pass it along. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, have a great week wherever this finds you. And we will see you next time on the 24 Gauge Podcast. See ya. Bye.